hey, uh, hey, Anna. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, it's been a hundred thousand years. It feels like it, that's for sure. Since we've even tried to record one of these. I, think, uh, I was thinking about that at lunch. I feel like it's been... I was going to say it had been over two years, but I think it's like a year and a half, maybe. A year? Is that true? That is it's so been. Sad. It's been a minute. You know what? I'm looking it up right now on air. This is the worst way to start this. this well, <laughs> this is a great. You know what? We're, this is a, we are. This is our renaissance. We're restarting. We are. Welcome to Beach Time. Thank you for listening to Beach Time. It's a ear vacation from your current reality. Uh, I'm John Bonjour. I'm Anna Bonjour. We're siblings. It's important, especially uh, now. Because guess what? Yeah, boy, I'm married. New information. Yeah, that is where I was going. I'm married. My wife's name is Darcy. She's amazing. She is amazing. I might have talked about her at one point. I love her in a very, very different way and probably not as much as you quite, but close because she's awesome. Definitely not as much as I do, but that's okay. Um, No, she's my favorite person and she's incredible and life is just going spectacularly. Um, You've got some cool career stuff going on. We don't talk about the real stuff too much, but life is going good, I think, for both of us. Which is a fun place because we started this kind of because everything was crap for a while there. It's all going directly in the turlet. But But you can use a vacation on a good day too, right? uh, Definitely. The last episode that we published was September of 2022. Oh, okay. It hasn't been a full year yet. Not as long as I thought. That's good. Look at us go. That's actually, that's, you know what, we're doing good. That's really and encouraging, because I fully thought it was just like two years. If uh, if you were a listener of this podcast up to this point, get ready, because it is not the same. No, we're We are doing a very different thing. A little. Yeah, we're actually doing something. And don't worry, it's still in your vacation from your current reality, but it might be a little bit more of a planned vacation uh and not just like a walkabout yeah yeah that's exactly yeah not not really a a, just a a sojourn through fields it's going to be like we're seeing the eiffel tower we're seeing i fully ran out of other things that you might want to see on vacation uh uh, tower of pisa all i can uh, think of are towers We're seeing all the towers on this Every podcast. Tower. This also, is just a I podcast really... about towers and architecture, and that's get ready because it's a different podcast now. If any of you are actually from Australia, I'm sorry. I just realized you use walkabout probably not at all in the right way, and I I apologize if that was rude. Oh, I, I didn't even. I... First of all, they got big spiders. They're fine. They're not listening to this. Good point. Like, they're too busy fighting the big spiders. Second of all, uh, what is a walkabout? <laughs> I think a walkabout actually, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe that's like not a good term for it. I don't know any of this. But I think I think it's uh as, Anna, as our resident walkabout expert, what can you tell me what that is? Because you're an expert, a professional. Clearly knowing so much. No, I think it's like a like a coming of age thing where you go walk around the like the wild interior of the Australia lunchroom. for a long time. That sounds sweet. Can we do that? But it's just like Arkansas. I don't know that Arkansas will be nearly as cool as Australia. What What that. would you? Oh, it's not. But what would you say is the Australia of the United States? The of Australia of the U.S. In terms of what things that nope, will punch I'm you? I'm giving you no. And jump I am in giving your you no additional parameters. Um, oh, I don't know. I feel like. Somewhere that feels like a desert. My perception of Australia is that it's basically a desert, but I don't think that's probably actually true. Oh, if man, if any of great. you are taking a break from your spider fighting reality to listen to our vacation, tell me. Right to our. Do we still have an email? Uh, we do still have an email. It's beachtimepodcast at gmail.com. Zero people have emailed this email, and I would love for that to change. I would love it to be an Australian person telling me, A, what a walkabout is, and B, is it a desert? Is Australia a desert? I should know this. My geography is bad, you guys. Uh, we're getting a lot. We're, we're in different states now. Yes. Um, everything's so different. This is so incredible. I'm so excited because I feel like the first iteration of beach time was really just like an exercise in aggressional futility yeah where it was just like talking about 
nothing, but also something. Like, I feel like that must have been what it felt like to write Seinfeld, but without, like, a Jerry Seinfeld to help you. Right, like, Seinfeld minus all the stuff that that made it actually funny. (laughs) Right, and popular and good. But now we're doing something. We're making, we're making, we're revamping. This is the the reboot of Beach Time uh, for two reasons. One, because we thought we needed a reboot, and two... Because our podcast hosting payment fell through and it deleted everything from their records, so we really have to sort of start over. So wait, wait. So do uh, we have we confirmed whether or not you can still go back and listen to the old stuff? Um, you can go back and listen to the old stuff, but I think it's going to be a new beach time. It's going to be a different. Oh, different. I don't know. Like we're, when we go back up, we're, it'll be a different. Like you'd click on a different podcast for this. I now. believe so. So this is episode yeah. one. I suppose it. Is. I suppose it is. Yeah, we're doing we're doing a Crisis on Infinite Earths type thing where we restart. This is the new Fifty Two. <laughs> that meant nothing to you. No, it was that a comic book reference. It was a comic book Great. thing. That sounds like my aunt trying to explain the Big Bang Theory show to me. <laughs> it was It's a comic book thing. I love it. No, a, wasn't there a, a thing where book. a lot of superheroes came back and, like, started their stories over in, with, like, yeah. a different thing? You know, but a bunch of them did it, and there was a, it was New 52. I remember you getting yeah, into do you, that. Do you know what company that was? This is, my, this is our new podcast. Welcome to John Quizzes Anna on comic books and nerd I feel like it was Marvel but I don't know that for sure (sighs) no it was a 50-50 shot but you whiffed it it's okay it was was DC DC. yeah Um, but that's okay it was after Flashpoint and also maybe Crisis I don't remember I honestly I got into comics right when they were starting to do that so oh gotcha anyway man remember when we said this was gonna be like a a a hosted well well planned hey, out no show? we also said we were gonna stop criticizing ourselves all the time shoot we did all right i'm gonna start <laughs> criticizing myself for criticizing myself uh our okay here's how it works here's how new beach time are we going with beach time still that's yeah still, okay right? no well we okay. did sort of frame the entire thing around vacations now so i feel like <laughs> that's a good point that's a good point. that would be a very weird pivot maybe maybe we can just spell time with a two no that's horrible. Okay. Okay. Um, I thought we weren't being critical, but that's fine. Oh, no. We're uh, not criticizing so, ourselves as a unit. I can criticize you all I want. <laughs> we, can cri- we can criticize bad ideas. Okay, that's good. That's healthy. Um, so here's how it works. We have five possible topics, okay? So I'm going to pull it up because I forgot. It's a, um, it a good sign. This is going well. No, Google, I don't want to back it up. All right. That's the wrong one. It's for my other podcast. I have another podcast he does. It's called Twinkie Talk, it's, and I am repping it now. You should rep it. It's hilarious. I binged Thank all you. three of the episodes that are currently up in like a Thank day, you. and it got me through a very long week of work. It got you through a dark time. <laughs> um, so we have one, two, three, four, five, six possible segment options. Um that each of us, each each uh, episode, we one of us will be the host. Today, I am your host, John Bonjour, host at law. Um, oh, good grief. And we, we are going to be going, we, we've chosen four, I believe, topics uh, that fit into one of these, one of, or up to four of these six possible topics, segments. <clears throat> Should have should have really rehearsed how this was going to be explained. Um, anyway, so it's going to be it's going to be a series of sort of rotating segments that I think they're all sort of vacation related, but not so much that, it, that we're going to run out of content immediately. Is the exactly, idea exactly? That's exactly right. So um, I'm not sure if we're gonna. I actually want to see if maybe. Maybe they just kind of developed themselves. We had a vague idea of what they were, but I think they should just sort of evolve kind of naturally. So my first segment that I'm going to do is uh, John's eternal search for the best vacation quiz on the internet. Ooh, I like this. So this comes to us from the Travel Channel, and I'm going to be walking you through this. Oh, we're going to take the quiz? You are gonna. Take I'm the quiz gonna. Oh, and I'm gonna. Hot seat. We're just gonna sort of laugh at the quiz because I I I flipped through a couple of the questions and it's 
it's not as ridiculous. Like, it's not like they try to be ridiculous. It's just some of the options that they choose are like, I don't know. It just feels clear to me that one person wrote this and they didn't understand all the target demographics. So uh, I'm enjoying it. Good stuff. Good stuff. So it's multiple choice then is what you're telling it me. It is multiple choice. Okay. And I don't know how many questions it is. Okay. Oh, I do know how many questions Why it is. Why am I it's like having like test anxiety now that I'm going to yeah, fail should. this quiz? Um, what bucket list trip should you take is what it's called from the travel channel. Okay. Um, from urban to remote, find your perfect trip. Question one of nine. How do you prefer to spend your free time? Option one, hiking the tallest mountain you can find. Option two, which I actually, option one, I really like the idea that it's like that you can find. Not the tallest mountain that exists, but just like around you, what's the tallest mountain? I think that's can, you, can you see it from your back door? If you can't find right, it, yeah. just don't even go. If you can't find the mountain, you definitely can't find find your way back down the mountain. So just that's true. Don't. Yeah, if you if you aren't able to find the mountain, you certainly aren't able to find the top of the mountain. That's ridiculous. Also, if you can't find the mountain, I guess you can't start the hike either. <laughs> <laughs> also, at the end of this, I'm going to have you uh, review this quiz and tell me what you think of it. Very good. Good again, to know this now. Is, this is my. My search for for the best quiz on the internet. By the best, do you mean the... Wait, hold on. Mm -hmm. By the best, do you mean the funniest or, like, the actual most quality helpful quiz? Um, It's definitely, like, a moving target, for sure. Okay, so we'll see what superlative stands out at the end. Yeah. So sipping wine and getting lost in a good book is option two. Option three, people watching at a farmer's market. Oh, man, these are all for me except for the exercise one at the beginning. Option four, <laughs> relaxing at the spa. And option five, camping with your family. Now, one thing I want you to take into account um, is that if you don't choose camping with your family, your whole family dies. Because that's what I assume if they're like, how do you spend your free time? Are you? And then you say not camping with your family. Are you just like, dip, I'm out, it's spa time just for me? Well, the other thing that's bad is that we did camp a ton with our family growing up. So if oh. I don't say that, it's not because, well, I don't know how it would go. <laughs> like, I fully know. Right, no, it's like, because you know, and it's not how you would want to spend your time. Man. So what? Uh, what are you going with here? Oh, I do love a good book. I just started a good book and I've spent the whole weekend like reading it. So I'm tempted to say that just because that's the mode I'm in right now. What uh, what book is it? It's, Which Magic Tree House? It's not a Magic Tree. <laughs> it, it is a children's fantasy book. Don't judge. Um, <laughs> Tremendous. No, but like a quality children's fantasy book. It's yeah, like Twilight. No, it's the second book of the Wingfeather Saga, which I will uh, gladly okay. rep because it's fantastic. Rep, nah, recommend. Cool. I can't rep recommend. that because I don't... Reprimand. Stand. <laughs> I'm not affiliated with it anyway. But anyway. I will so that, gladly wear the jersey. The, the Yeah. I will, uh, the jersey that you made. My own. Sharpies my and a series of googly eyes. Fanfic of... <laughs> Your fanfic jersey. It's got it's got the whole fanfic written in tiny font on over the, the jersey. jersey. Yes. Um, no. Uh, so okay. So, so and I do love a good glass of wine too. So that that isn't sure. a bad thing. Um, the one I definitely am going to rule out is the spa. Okay. Because no I spa. I like spa stuff, but I always feel uncomfortable at spas because, Same. like, I'll do spa stuff. Sure. Like, I'll do, like, a cool mask or do my own nails or whatever. But I always feel, like, bad and elitist when I go to spots. Definitely. So I don't. That's not my my thing normally. You can't. You can't think this hard about all of them because there's nine questions. Good point. Okay, I'll go faster. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Okay, so it was mountain climbing, which sounds cool, but it's too athletic for me. Spa. Well, it's only the tallest one you can find, but you're in Colorado, so yeah, it's, they're all tall. Um, okay, so that one's out. Spa nights out. Camping uh-huh. is a really close one. The wine thing. Second, what was the other second. one? People watching at a farmers market. Oh, very strange to me because it's not going to a farmers market. Oh, it's good people point. Watching at a farmers That's market. a good point. Mm, yeah. yeah, you're right. Uh, if it were just farmers market. Sure, I, sure. That would be that up there. But you're right. That doesn't qualify. Um, 
probably camping because I'm extroverted. So the wine camping. thing is right. great, but it will I can only do it for so long. Well, good. There's no going back. What is your biggest concern when planning a trip? Your biggest concern. What keeps you up at night? Safety. And there's a picture of a man buckling in a suit, which is fun, buckling into his car. Budget, internet access, time, or fear of flying? Budget. Immediately budget. All right. Safety doesn't throw me for a loop at all. Should, doesn't. Do you think they put the fear of flying question in just so that they could be like, staycation is staycation an option i bet it is i bet it is and i bet you it's entirely determined on the answer to that one question i bet you this entire quiz is is like come up with a bunch of random questions and then assign them the answer based on that one question (laughs) i bet it is well you got the you got the wine and a good book too and that's definitely a staycation that's true i do have a theory about quizzes like this that they all do that that there's one question that's the only thing in the quiz that actually determines the answer um, actually, so these quizzes uh, are pure science, and I don't <laughs> quite know where you're getting your information. It's got to be from uh, some, let's say, biased sources uh, is what I'm going to okay. go with. Uh, but it, these are pure science. Number Question number three, uh, what gives you the biggest rush? Seeing an incredible sunrise, skydiving, observing animals in the wild, witnessing world-class art, and tasting a delicious meal from a Michelin-starred restaurant. See, all of those things sound cool, except that I hate heights. So I probably would get a pretty big thrill, but I don't know if that would be a good thing. Um, I yeah. did get into a staring contest with a squirrel earlier today. So Can I ask you a really important question? Yeah. Like, who initiated the staring <laughs> contest? Oh, no, definitely me. Definitely me. You're sure. Okay, so, and then, the, but the squirrel partook. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, did you lose to the squirrel? No, the squirrel ran up the tree before I broke eye contact. Cool. Yeah, that's because he's a wimp. Um, I know. It was, so, it was a wimpy squirrel. I'm a, that's really pretty sweet, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you for winning that. Thank and, you. And yeah, I will Thank be sending you. your, your, your trophy in the mail. The thing is, um, I a little bit believe you would actually make me a trophy for that. I might honestly <laughs> run against a squirrel, and that's hard to do. They they so are what good. What gives you the biggest rush? The sun, the air, an animal, some paint, or food. Mm. Since since I don't like the rush from the air one, which is obviously the correct answer, I'm gonna go with the sunrise. Sunrise. All right. So witnessing an incredible sunrise uh, while you're skydiving is what I'm going to say. I mean, that would be the one. I'm trying to think if you could skydive so hard that the sun never rose. No, <laughs> that's not how that would work. No. It would be the other way around. But it would rise way quicker. I love that idea, though. Mm, thanks. Um, what's the, that's a very lateral way of thinking. Like, that's so that's the idea there would be that the sun actually does rise. <laughs> uh, what's the perfect way to spend a day? This really threw me off seeing the Sagrada Familia in Barcelona. I don't, I, it's a building, but I only know that because it's the picture of a building. Okay. Yeah. I Visiting don't know. an elephant sanctuary in Thailand kayaking down the grand canyon here's another fun fact about john didn't know there was water in the grand canyon wasn't aware you could kayak it um and then drinking wine at a napa valley vineyard and chasing waterfalls and getting the best landscape photographs what that actually does sound like a lot of fun but i for sure want to hang out with elephants in thailand elephants in thailand all right i love elephants so much five of nine (laughs) Um, would you get into a staring contest with the elephant? Hopefully. Yes no. Okay. Hopefully. <laughs> no, to, I want to have like a moment. I'd love to dig into that. I want to have like a moment with the elephant. Elephants are really social. And if they have been around people, they really like people a lot of the time. And so. Do you want to have like a. I want to have like, like. A cool tender moment where you make an elephant friend. A cool moment with an elephant friend. Yeah, that is for sure a thing I want. Okay. Uh, the main reason you travel is to, one, escape the day-to-day life responsibilities, two, get your adrenaline pumping, three, see as much nature be- of nature's beauty as possible, four, create memories with your friends and family, and five, learn about other cultures through art, fashion, food, and architecture. I'm going to go with five, but four is, like, way up there. 
Okay. What's your ideal lodging situation? A luxury hotel, a yurt, under the stars, a quaint bed and breakfast, and a treehouse. Oh, dang. I was looking at looking at a treehouse Airbnb like yesterday. This is weird. I'm not... I cannot in, believe how relevant this quiz I is know, to your it current really life. It really is. And I'm not trying to do that. I'm not making up crap <laughs> in order for like a bit or anything for the podcast. Weirdly, weirdly was actually checking that out. Um, but it was in my research for the episode that I'm posting next time. Very cool. I'm excited about that. It's going to be cool. Not as cool as this quiz, though. Um, what is your ideal lodging situation? Thank it's you. It's been 20 minutes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I go quick. Um, oh, no. I forgot the treehouse. A luxury ho- Okay. With who will you be traveling? Yourself, your significant other, your BFF, your whole family, new friends you meet along the way. Family. Nice. Uh, your ideal climate is sunny and hot. The hotter, the better. Warm and breezy. You could live at the beach. Mild. A light jacket is all you need. And occasionally rainy. Your favorite shoes are rain boots. Oh, and changing every five minutes. Uh, I can't tell if the rainy one was separate from the cool breezy one. Uh, it It is separate. Cool. Cool breezy. Okay. The light jacket? Yeah, light jacket. Fantastic. What drink are you most likely to order? Red wine, a pisco sour. Could be pico sour. I don't know. I've never heard of it. Beer, vodka, or a mimosa? Uh, Probably red wine. Nice. Get your results. Three, two, one. National Parks. Okay. It's so that's so vague. I can't. I'm. <laughs> hey, here's a. I know we've only done one of these. This is not it, though. No. It says pack your bags for a national parks road trip. Who says you have to leave the country to experience a bucket list trip? I said I wanted Thailand. Well, good luck finding Thailand in the U.S. national <laughs> forests. What a horrible quiz. There will be no what elephants. What a tremendously there. bad quiz. Yeah. There might be elephants there. They just got lost. Very, very lost. Pretty impressively <laughs> lost. That, you're right. That was a terrible quiz. I'm sorry well, it took me so long start. to get through it. It's okay. We'll work on that. It's a sputtering start for my soon-to-be Emmy-winning segment. What's a podcast award? Oh, I... Streamy? I Is that one? Know. I don't know. Maybe. My Emmy-winning segment... John does a quiz for Anna about vacations or something, whatever I said. Um, now, segment number two. Uh, do you have, can I get a little theme music? Oh, oh you want Very me good. to make okay, segment theme number music? two. I thought you were is... like going to cut in theme music. No, and I was like, I don't I'm not. know why you asked me <laughs> that. Oh, sorry. I'm not. I'm really throwing spaghetti against the wall today. Uh, the, okay, segment number two. Uh, we have talked about the idea of addressing some games that have existed in history and i did a really deep dive on the history of lawn darts and i'd love to tell you i would love to hear all about lawn darts okay so i'm gonna skip um i'm gonna skip their origin hey sorry super super quick is this why we had to get through the quiz so quickly is because you just have like an insane amount of lawn dart content i mean i do have a pretty (laughs) substantial amount of lawn dart content i'm so excited um, okay go i'll i'll shut up and let but you i cut. also i also have two more segments i can cut one of them if i need to it's no, not really good i don't but, want okay. to though go all right so uh lawn darts i'm gonna skip actually mm, i've trying to i've been trying to i've been going back and forth on how i want to address this i'm gonna skip the the origin of lawn darts okay uh because it's it's the craziest thing i've ever heard but lawn darts are you familiar at all with a lawn dart other than that I've heard they can be deadly, no. Huh. Oh boy, can they. So a lawn dart, the, the whole point of the game is that you're you're trying to hit like a, a, a... It's like darts, but you throw it up in the... It's giant and you throw it up in the air and then it's supposed to land down on the middle of the thing, right? Okay. It's an actual... It started um, in the 50s as a toy. So it was a family family toy, right? And it it... That was when it began as a toy in the 50s. Uh, and families took it and they were just throwing darts just directly at each other. Like it was, 
it was not good, right? So there's a lot of injuries, a bunch of them just just horrible. Uh, and then it got banned the first time in 1970, which I think is a pretty long time. I feel like 20 full years of just kids getting lawn darted is like, probably not great. Not what you want, no. For sure, no. Um, so it got banned in 1970. Uh, the people who made the lawn darts challenged that ban because they were like, no, this is a good and safe toy. I no, guess. they went, I really we wonder... make money on this, so... Yeah. I wonder how that sort of came about. Um, yeah, because I can't, I can't imagine being in the world and going, hey, I have... I have knives that you throw in the air and then they skewer children and that's a good thing that you should also have i want to be a fly on the wall of that meeting where they were like guys we've been banned but we need to find a way to save this how do we (laughs) We brand ourselves how do we market this now We, we need we need an argument that this is okay and should be done so what they landed on uh after they after they, you know, challenge the ban, is that every toy, uh, well, every set of lawn darts um, had to include the phrase, not a toy for use by children, may cause serious or fatal injury. Read instructions carefully, keep out of reach of children. But in your Which, lawn. To me, right. To me feels like <laughs> not going to probably happen. No. But, you know, they you, said it, so it's not their fault if you use their lawn darts in your lawn. Or your children. Just, just yeah, no. It's it's totally, completely fine. Because they said it's not for kids. So, sad part of the story. A, a child died. Um, uh-huh. And that's not good. Um, and then her dad went on, like, a rampage to try to stop this from happening. And then, like, three more kids died. And then finally... In 1988, they banned lawn dart sales entirely. Thank which, goodness. Yes, except... Oh, no. <laughs> everyone was so gung-ho on the idea of lawn darts that they started selling them on, like, eBay <gasps> and trying to, like... Uh, there were there became, like, almost an underground market for lawn darts no! because they got banned. Why do I feel like started... this is all suburban moms? Like, I, no offense. It, I feel so... no offense <laughs> to suburban moms. moms. And... It's like it's like, but like not cool ones, like stereotypical obnoxious Karens. Mm-hmm. Them and like douche douche bros, like yeah, like college bros, like frat, anyway, like bad annoying frat guys. They tried to get that to stop, and then people started selling just the components of lawn darts. What is that? Which, so the so the very <laughs> chill equivalent of going and buying like a ton of fertilizer and like uh, correct, yeah, <laughs> yes, okay. It's fun that you bring that to a this could be a weapon kind of direction because oh no, <laughs> they are a weapon of war. What the idea is? Uh, it's ancient Greece and Romans. No, they called they called it a plumbata. And the idea is that they they originated around 500 BC, and they were they they were created as a way to kill people. This is horrifying. So, <laughs> so they. I mean, you want to be circle, a fly? I guess. Oh, definitely full circle. But you want to be a fly on the wall of the people going, "Hey, we got to rebrand." I want to be a fly on the wall of the guy who comes in and goes, "Hey, I had this idea for a game, and it comes from." A weapon, and and it's not like it's not like a it's like a Nerf gun, a, right? It's not like a water gun. It's like that. It's like if someone was like, "I saw a sword one time, and then I decided I'm gonna make and sell swords as a children's toy." But not toy swords, real swords. No, nope, sold just as rod toys. swords, like full on swords. So that's that's fun. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on all that. of that's bad. It's amazing but it's awful i do love do you think they knew do you think it was like like a separate thing where someone was like darts are fun 
let's figure out a way to make that an outdoor game. And then, like, I... somebody looked it up later after, like, like I don't know, in, like, the 80s or 90s. And it was like, you know, it looks real similar to lawn darts. This <laughs> thing they did in, like, ancient Rome to kill people. And they, like, retroactively love... made the connection. I would love to believe that that's true, but I do not. I, I You think I... they knew? Definitely think they knew. I that it's like the same design. Oh no! Yeah, you've done like, the dive. You've looked at all the pictures. I don't even know what a lawn dart actually looks like. Like I've been aware of their existence, but I've never seen one. Yeah, it's it's wild. I just I just really like that. I re- that brings me a lot of happiness, and I know that it probably shouldn't because that's like people got hurt, right? But well, but like. That you're not happy that people got hurt. Of it's course just not. an what absurd about, situation. What I'm happy about is the idea that someone had an, an absolutely like indefensible idea. Like someone came up with this, and there's no way you could look at that and go, ah, "That's cool. That's cool, Dave. I really like that, and you should do that." But it it just it worked. Does it feel like, like one of those hope. things that somebody pitched when the guy wasn't listening because he knew that it was the only way he could get it approved? It does. Or he had like some sort of blackmail that he that like Dave knew that his boss was just like dealing so much, you know, heroin or whatever that he was like, I look, I won't tell anyone about you cheating on your wife, but get lawn darts to exist (laughs) make this a thing and no one will know about your heroin fueled cheating right yeah i just i just that's something about that i don't know it just makes me happy so that's that's really that's all i had to tell you is i just I, i it really all stemmed from the idea that it's a weapon of war that is now like how do you how do you find that out and not immediately go hey Guys, maybe we shouldn't make like, that. Like, there had to be, like, at least one intern in the back with their hand in the air. And someone was like, no, no, we're not listening to you. And they were like, but you should. They're like, I see a potential problem. I can see the future. But only in this one case because it's so obvious. And I don't. Right, yeah, I can see the future, but only when it's obvious. And this is not, it doesn't look good. Like, just, I can tell you right now, it doesn't look good. Man. I guess the other, the question, I had a follow-up question that I wanted to ask you. What um, weapon of war would you like to see become the next lawn game? That's a really interesting one. I feel like jousting would be the move. Jousting is really good. <laughs> because I feel like you could you could totally market that. Because all you would need is, like... You make the the thing that you're writing, like one of those cool like little kid versions of cars. Oh, the little kid cars. The little yes, kid cars. Absolutely. And then it starts where it's like the first iteration is probably like one of the little motorcycle deals that has three wheels because it's for small children who have no balance right. or whatever. And by the end, it like by the by the time it actually gets banned, they've graduated to making like little dinosaurs that you can ride and like suits of armor but the armor is actually crap but the sword is oh, real they definitely they come with like a chest plate for sure but it's like not a good one probably and and their thought is like well no chance any kid's gonna poke out another kid's eye with this <laughs> yeah exactly the chest plate you know, it's like all of the injuries are head injuries but they're just <laughs> as bad yeah oh that's really good i was wondering if maybe we could involve like a cannon I think oh, be cannons cool. would be good. Cannons would be fun, like a yeah. nerf. Like you try to sell it as like a another brand of a nerf thing, but it's just like, <laughs> like, like you sell it as nerf. But if it were real, instead of selling it, <laughs> this is like real life oh, nerf guns. <laughs> call it nerf plus. That'd huh? be great. That'd be fun. I really like that. Oh man, that's a great. That's a great branding. I wish Nerf sponsored the military. That would, that be, would be extraordinary. Such a weird move. Oh my word. This okay, this idea though of like things from the past that are for kids 
but like or, or things that have become for kids but are super dark like nursery rhymes would be another sure. example like that's yeah. not a new thing is my point there are examples of dark horrible things that are sure. then branded for children but i think yeah, yeah, yeah. i think actual dangerous weapons is its own category <laughs> i think i think that'd be more fun i i think that that should kind of take off much like a lawn dart sailing through the air. Ah, uh, I see what you did. It was bad, but um, thanks. This sort of sort of leads into my next uh, segment, which is I I went on eBay and I searched beach and I did price high to low, and I I found a series of fun things. None of them are crazy. This is kind of this is the the filler one. So if you guys want to skip, it's going to be like eight minutes max. Um, oh, I don't know. You saw me drag that quiz out. That's true. That's a very good point. Um, I found an Eddie Bauer beach ball um, for $23,000. An Eddie Bauer beach ball? How is it different from a regular beach ball other than the Eddie Bauer logo? Good question. When you're on eBay, you might be able to scroll down and find a little description box. May I read to you the description box? Please do. No punctuation. Vintage Eddie Bauer volleyball. Never used an old store display ball. Uh, okay, so it's just that's that it's it. old. It's just because it's old. It's old and it was a store display. But I like that they make it like they they try so hard to not make you because it's called vintage in the li- in the like listing. Uh-huh. But they cared so little that the last sentence is it's just an old store ball. I don't know. It's just like an old thing <laughs> that I have. But I think it's worth how much did you say? Twenty three thousand six hundred and fifty, or best offer, or best um, offer. Okay, free shipping, free shipping, which I respect. I mean, I think it might be covered. I <laughs> there would somewhere. love to put in a best offer of eight dollars and see. I what bet they you do. get it. I bet you buy the it's beach possible. ball. I think you should actually do it. I will if you if you try to buy that thing for eight dollars and you get it. I will give you four dollars. <laughs> You'll you'll cover half of I that? will cover half of the beach ball as a beach time owned oh, oh, like piece a, of memorabilia. We'll sign it and then yeah. eventually when someone cares. Yeah, okay, hold on. Let me Are you gonna right now do that? Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. <laughs> this is fun. I like this idea. I feel like we should do that with a couple of just random things where it's like find the most expensive thing, see if we can get it super cheap. One day I bet you we get one. See if we can make make a... I feel like we might get this one. I feel like the guy's going to be mad at you, though. (laughs) I'm going to see if I can find it. I'm not... Oh, here it is. All right. Okay. Um, Cool. So it's got pictures of it just sitting on the grass are they quality pictures are they like i took these with my crap cell phone oh no they're they're quality pictures so the it says your seller will be more likely to respond if your offer is around seventeen thousand. okay so i put an eight dollar bid in or an offer and then i'm gonna put a message i'm gonna say hello my name is john my name is John. Yeah, you don't need to give me your full name. I run a highly successful podcast. You're being as truthful as he is about the value of the item, yeah. Among all of my mom what? and sister. Oh, okay. That, those are the people with whom it's successful. Yeah. We... We would like to acquire. I didn't spell acquire right. Hold on, acquire. No, no, we would. We would be interested in acquiring. We would. All right. We would be interested in acquiring your balls. Oh no! For our podcast, please. Let me know if I have provided a fair estimate 
on the value of your item. Oh, I hope we get to follow up on this in another episode. Please let me know if I have provided a fair estimate on the value of your package, is what I'm going to (laughs) say. This is horrible, John. That's terrible. Why? (laughs) I literally can't... Oh, I can't have more than 250 characters. All right, I'm just going to leave it at package. Done. And continue. Send it. Yeah. Is that from our beach cool. time email? Um, no, that's really directly connected to me. That's a fun time for you. It's going to be great. So, uh, that's, oh, I got an email back. I have submitted an offer for $8. Yeah, good. Uh, oh, it says never used. I don't know if that was clear. I disagree because it's currently on the ground when he <laughs> I'd say qualifies as used. Also, he told you it was used as a display. Right, but not as a volleyball, maybe. All right, so that's done. Um, I also found... Wait, did you say it's a volleyball or a beach ball? Oh, it's a volleyball. Oh, in my head it was, you said beach ball. Okay, cool, volleyball. Well, I searched beach and That's where I got confused. Okay, we're we're on the right track now. Got it, go ahead. I might have also called it a beach ball because I did find a $171 beach ball that I almost bought because it looks like the Death Star and it's gigantic. (gasps) What? So I'm just gonna, I'm I'm just gonna show you. Oh, no, that is the actual coolest thing. Pretty sweet. Did nothing funny about that. And then... Uh, I got on sort of a weird, it was like, it was definitely late. It was like 11 PM probably. Um, I got on a weird rabbit hole where I tried to figure out how much it would cost me to get a thousand pool noodles. (laughs) So please tell me you didn't accidentally order a thousand pool noodles at 11 o'clock at night. Did not order a thousand pool noodles. It was a thousand and one. It was it was two thousand. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I I found a, a a company called Oodles of Noodles. Oh, very good. That felt like the source to go through. Clearly, so they have for one pack of twelve pool noodles. It's uh, fifty nine ninety nine. Which not bad feels insane to me because i feel like you could get pool noodles for a dollar somewhere but i'm assuming these are high quality pool noodles so that's one pack of 12 noodles that for 60 dollars, which feels crazy to me so maybe it's not i guess it's like four dollars five dollars oh 59.99 yeah i wow that yeah. yeah that is a lot now, there's a really cool chance that I completely misread this because I didn't look. It could be a 12-pack of, like, 100. I don't know. But um, I did some math, and they're the, the highest per pack, they, they can do 83 packs, and that brings it down to $35 per pack. Um, so 83 packs is 996 I Pool noodles, if I'm right about it being 12 pool noodles. So you're which, real close to your 1,000. I'm calling that 1,000 at yeah. that point. You know, like, that's... Like, nobody's going to know. No, you look at that and you go, that's 1,000 pool noodles. So, a little fun bit of math there. Uh, that would be $2,981.36. Woo! So I have started a, a, a GoFundMe. <laughs> for, <laughs> no, I haven't, but that'd be sweet. That would be sweet. That's uh yeah so that that was I that took like three hours for me to find the right source and it's uh, it's been crazy. That's amazing. Love that you spent the time to figure out the cost of that. That's insane. I'm committed to this podcast. That felt veiled. Like no, it's just true. Just it's true. Just, just the just that you're committed, not implying that I'm not. I was not applying that you're not. Good. I'm just okay. telling you that I'm committed. You also did research, I assume. True. Yes. But not for this episode, because this is yours. And that was a dumb piece of content I just did, so you can delete all that if you want. No, it's staying in, and uh, you're on record as being negative toward yourself Gosh, and the podcast. Dang it, yet again. <laughs> we need, like, a jar. Or a we counter. do. We do. We need, we need a jar. 
Maybe I could use the coconut cup for that. You could use the coconut cup for that if we weren't both drinking out of our coconut cups. Thanks, Jamie. That's true, yeah. We talked about that before, right? What do you... The coconut cups? That, that Jamie got a sweet coconut mugs? Yeah. I think so. Okay, cool. Because otherwise, that's just like a so. weird thing to not give context for. Okay, go ahead. We have coconut mugs. We have them. They're cool. They're beachy. They're really cool. They're very cool. We're just flying through it. We are. We're we're on our way through. Was there, was that three or four? Uh, that was three. Because if you'll remember, the uh, I texted you what I had for this episode. You did, but I've forgotten what the fourth segment was. I believe I texted you the best Mountain Dew thing we've ever. Covered. Oh yeah, you did. And I got really hyped, and then I forgot because I was thinking about pool noodles. What? <laughs> so it's been a long time since we've done these right it's since september right and i thought about just rapid fire going down some of the weird things that mountain dew has done which maybe we'll do that for my next episode but i ran across the single greatest thing i've ever seen on the internet and it's an indeed job posting from mountain dew the company who is um, not a sponsor of us, by the way, unless you'd like to be. Because we feature yet. you like a weird amount for you to sponsor not be sponsoring us. Sponsor us Mountain Dew, please. If, um, one day we'll have a big enough audience. Today we have a big enough audience. Um, so. <laughs> that's really good. The, uh, the job listing is that the title is Chief Hard Officer. What? <laughs> what what is that back it up okay we are currently hiring a chief hard officer hard mountain dew oh for so, the okay okay got it for, for the alcoholic mountain dew they are offering they, they are posting for ten thousand dollars a year which feels like maybe mountain dew you could be a little little uh a little more Maybe a little more generous with that one. That for your CHO. Doesn't feel... <laughs> for the CHO of Mountain Dew. For your professor hard boy. Um, so the chief... It's just going to get worse. I would just today. like to make a clear distinction that all of those jokes are coming from your side of this podcast. Which, uh, which, which jokes are those? The, uh, the inappropriate ones. Which ones are in there? I don't think there's anything inappropriate. So okay. the hardest the hardest possible man is what they're looking for, I'm assuming. Um, officer, it doesn't even say man. It could be a woman. It could be a really hard woman. Um, so the chief hard officer. This is a direct quote from their <laughs> The chief hard officer is a ridiculously bold, brave, and badass. Excuse the language. We're on the vacation. Badass, hard Mountain Dew lover who adds significant value to our team by completing unnecessary and outrageous tasks in the name of hard Mountain Dew. We are looking for a highly... All right, this started as a joke. Mountain Dew, if you're listening to me, I want to do this so bad. This job? I cannot express to you how much I want to be your good hard boy. That That would be all I need. That would be the ultimate next step for the, that, this, this is part this of is, our podcast like this is this you is discussing like all the crazy stuff you do for mountain dew i become the hardest person in mountain dew's corporation so um we are looking for and i think i fit this description perfectly we are looking for a highly motivated curious and thirsty individual oh 100%. goodness me, 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 who has unmatched affinity for Hard Mountain Dew Baja Blast. I'm talking about it on a podcast right now, Mountain Dew. If that's not... We're talking about it on a podcast for, like, less than no money. We make no money yeah. on this podcast, and we pay money to host it. Like That's correct. We lose money annually on this podcast pretty significantly. Yeah, like, like we are losing money, money we bring in. to do advertising for Mountain Dew for free already without anyone Just asking to- us. Just to do that for you, Mountain Dew. So I'm pretty gosh dang motivated if you ask me. Okay? So they want 
an affinity, an unmatched affinity for hard Mountain Dew, Baja Blast, specifically pineapple. Now that's going to be a stopping point for me. That's because of have your to get over allergy to pineapple. Because I'm a little bit allergic to pineapple. <laughs> but, but wait. Otherwise, I'm willing to bleed for Mountain Dew, which is exactly what will happen. Is that what happens? I bleed when I have, yeah, my mouth bleeds when I have pineapple. Anyway, my Mountain Dew, honestly, that even puts me even more in the motivated category. Because I am willing to put my blood, literal blood, sweat, and tears into being your chief hard officer. specifically pineapple punch and mango flavors the three newest additions to this summer's limited edition pack we're not even close to done oh i can't wait hard is all in caps by the way it's not the chief hard officer it's the chief hard officer i could be the hardest officer anna you would you really would here's the thing i'm joking but i'm not you should actually apply for this i'm not joking i want to be the hardest officer there is i feel like if you applied and then also sent them this i will i'll clip this part out yeah the chief hard officer just will this report no, no, no. To whomever we you got you got to send them this and like also a couple more of our segments that's that true round. yeah that's so a good they point know it's about... like a running thing although did i don't remember if we anyway go ahead we can we'll track it down so the chief hard officer will report to whomever we deem is in charge on that day and will assist with hard mountain dew baja blast's mission to provide ridiculous refreshment and a damn good time. Again, sorry, this isn't me. This is Mountain Dew. Uh, all summer long, the chief heart... They really want to put that in there a lot. The chief heart officer will be responsible for completing the outrageous task mentioned, plus, and I can't tell you how excited I am about this, plus help us develop a brand new, never-been-done-before flavor of Hard Mountain Dew Baja Blast that just might be released to Hard Mountain Dew Nation next summer. Wow. Anna, I would give anything. A left arm. To do this. I would give both of my arms. <laughs> Responsibilities. As the newest member of the Hard Mountain Dew Baja Blast team, you will be able to drink Hard Mountain Dew. It's very clear that these have to be over 21, right? That's I mean, clear. obviously, yes. Drink hard Mountain Dew, including flavors from our new limited edition. Now, that is going to be hard for me, again, because I, I, I will bleed. <laughs> but I hopefully hopefully, it's like the actual percentage. Like, it's diluted into the Mountain Dew flavor, right? It's like, I would it's like you're so. drinking straight pineapple so. juice. That's true. And it's only a little blood most of the time. So, <laughs> that hard Mountain Dew Baja Blast... Hard Mountain Dew Baja Blast Pineapple, Hard Mountain Dew Baja Blast Punch, and Hard Mountain Dew Baja Blast Mango. Other responsibilities. Cage dive with sharks, which I cannot even begin to express to you how deeply I connect with this. You've you've loved sharks for forever. You've always loved sharks. You used to say that you wanted to fill up the window well outside your basement office at our parents' house with water and keep a small shark. A shark tank. And I'd love to do that right now if I didn't live in an apartment or also if it wasn't maybe illegal to own a shark. <laughs> um, responsibilities past that. Uh, tell everyone you know that you think hard the new Hard Mountain Dew Baja Blast flavors are absolutely delicious and the best you've ever tasted. No problem with that. I have not yet tasted them, but I don't doubt that. And I I, I mean, it's just Mountain Dew with alcohol. It's, it's, it's the best of both worlds. It has to be good. It can't not be good. It, couldn't be bad get on a first name basis with employees at the nearest location where hard mountain dew is sold i mean Eat. that that keeps you from doing that in a stalkery way absolutely yeah <laughs> and i would do that for hard mountain dew no question taste test a one-of-a-kind unreleased hard mountain dew baja blast flavors for potentially real influence on next summer's hard mountain dew flavor lineup which is i can't to to have such an impact on on this world like i can't i can't even imagine just uh, it would be a beautiful even, thing to be remembered be to be remembered for that that's all i want to be remembered for. <laughs> i don't want to be remembered as a good person i want to be remembered as the hardest person and you can quote me on that okay i, want I that won't on my be tombstone well john bonjour hardest boy hey bud if you want that on your tombstone don't leave me in charge of your tombstone I am well. All right. Legally, I'm expressing my wish to have <laughs> heart world's hardest boy on my uh, tombstone. 
Because mm-hmm. I know that people like to walk around cemeteries and just read the tombstones. And can you imagine if you ran across that? That'd be incredible. That would be I pretty want, good. I want my great, 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 great grandchildren to know my name just because of how 100% hard I am about Mountain Dew. I have no idea how to respond to that. No, we're going to sit in it. All right, qualifications. <laughs> and I think this is this is what makes me think. Some of these are what make me think that this is... Uh, my, I'm the ideal candidate because it says the ideal candidate must have, one, a highly motivated, curious, and thirsty disposition. If you could describe my disposition in three, four words, I would what say, would it be? I would say highly motivated. Uh, okay, thirsty, yeah, thirsty I agree with that. What was the other one? <laughs> curious. Curious. Curious, curious and, for and sure. The, and what was the other one? Highly motivated. The one after that? You do like Mountain Dew a lot, and other means other I, drinks. I, I would be like if I'm like dehydrated or, or just like you know, you're thirsty. Like a yeah, for knowledge. I'm as thirsty as they come. Okay, and <laughs> <laughs> other qualifications must have a sense of humor. Okay, clearly that's covered. And appreciation for the absurd. Oh, yeah. You introduced me to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I think that that alone is a good qualification for appreciating the absurd. It's like they wrote this for me. It weirdly is. An unwavering, passionate love for Hard Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Just all Mountain Dew. You don't have to narrow it down to Baja Blast or even Hard Baja Blast. I love all Mountain Dew. I will try any of the flavors, and I just, I'm so here for it. I've never met anyone as here for it as you are. And also... Thank you. Just I the fact that this is a Mountain Dew thing and the number of times that that has come up on this podcast. Like, we didn't set out. The fact that this naturally happened. We didn't start this podcast going, you know, vacation things and, like, random other stuff. Plus also probably Mountain Dew. Because, like, like, we weren't leveraging for a sponsor. We weren't... Like, there no. was no... Because, be real, we didn't start this to make money. We started this to have fun and have an excuse to hang out. That's exactly right. And I, I, and I think that's, that's unwavering passion, as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. And, and Organically the, arising spot, uh, like, free advertising is unwavering. That's got to be passion. The Lord works in mysterious ways, is what I'm saying. <laughs> and sometimes you look back and, and you see, you know, one set of footprints. And that's when God was off getting you this Mountain Dew sponsorship deal that I'm, about, <laughs> I, I, I'm putting it in the universe. Those, the, when I look back, those two footprints are when he was carrying two Mountain Dews for me and him to share together. Just looking back on just my life. Just across the Baja Blast sand. A bu- <laughs> just getting Baja blasted on Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh my gosh. Compensation. And again, it's not about the money, but it's it's about the bragging rights and it's about the the it's it's about it's about it's about fulfilling my destiny is what it's about. It's not even about about bragging. That's great. It's not about money. That's also great. I'm not gonna say no to the money, but it's about finding who I was born to be and fulfilling that destiny, okay? It's, that's, that's all it is. I, I cannot wait to hear how a, an update on your application for this job. I will apply for this job, no question. Uh, uh, benefits, major bragging rights, great. $10,000 to do really cool stuff, also great. Drinking hard Mountain Dew Blast all summer long. Very great. And then a one-of-a-kind resume builder and thought-provoking letter of recommendation. Anna? A thought-provoking? Thought-provoking could mean a lot of things. I that until just now. A letter of recommendation from Mountain Dew? I would you're gonna have you're gonna so have a, hard. You're going to have a letter of recommendation that says he was our chief hard officer. I, it's going to say I was the chief hard officer. I cannot, this started as a joke, and I don't know where we got lost in this, but I... I can hear in your voice you're sincere. Reading that sentence, a thought-provoking letter of recommendation, that gets my heart pumping. I do have to say, 
and I I don't remember if I just thought it a second ago or said it out loud. Thought provoking can mean a lot of things. What kind of thought oh, you are said they that provoking? And I'm ignoring it. I want all thoughts provoked by Mountain Dew. They already are. Apply today. If you think you have what it takes to put the hard and chief hard officer and have the summer of adventure adv- adventure of a lifetime, we encourage you to apply to this position as chief hard officer, hard Mountain Dew, at chiefhardofficer.com. Let me go real quick to that website. <clears throat> this is my favorite thing. Hard officer.com. This I'm 21 or older. Is your, are you going to fill this? Are we going to have a podcast that's just like 80% you just like actually doing the goofy stuff we're talking about? We can't. Because if you go to chiefheartofficer.com, it says, sorry, this promotion has ended. No! That's the worst way for this segment to end. I hate that for everyone on the earth that is not going to get to see that this is the end. Cue the sad music. Can I still send it to them? How do I get their emails? I think you should still send them this clip in hopes that you can be next summer's CHO. I, I, I want to be the chief harder officer. <laughs> you want to be Maybe the chief hardest officer. Step in, create a, a position, have them create a position for you. Yeah, as like detective hard. John Bonjour, hard detective. Oh no. I'm a detective of hard. I'm a Mountain Dew. I'm a detective. Detective. There you I'm go. I'm a Mountain Detective. We found our title. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, right there in front of us. We're, right. Itself. We're getting our stride. We're coming back. We're making it happen. This I cannot believe it's already closed. No. I'm the world's hardest detective. You could still, well, okay, you already don't get paid to swim with sharks for Mountain Dew. Yeah. Throwing that out there. You could just continue to not get paid to swim with sharks with a Mountain Dew. Dew. (laughs) (laughs) Find some guy on the beach and be like, how much Mountain Dew would you give me if I jumped in here with these sharks? All right. (laughs) All right, here's what's up. Here's what's up. This is a test. This is a test, okay? Because... I said that it wasn't about the money. And I said that it wasn't about the glory. And if that's true, then I have to keep going. I have to keep striving. Rise above. I have to go. I have to ascend. Man, if I could play organ music. I have to. I have to. I have to jump over these hurdles. Okay. I need to take control of my destiny because it's not about the money. It's not about the sharks. It was a little about the sharks, but it's not (laughs) about the sharks. Climb every mountain, do. Ford every stream of mountain do. (laughs) Every Baja stream. Follow every rainbow of Mountain Dew flavors until you find your Mountain Dew dream. Uh Uh-huh. How much do you hate me for the sound of music reference right now? Pretty, pretty a lot. I can so see it in your eyes. I was making an inspirational speech. Sorry. And you're taking it away from me. And that's okay. I can ascend above that because Mountain Dew gives me the power to do so. To do the do. All right. That's all. That's it. That's all, folks. That's all I how, have. How are we taking the beach with us? I, f- <laughs> I forgot. Uh, I forgot that I'd have to do this. Jokes um, on you. It is. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say because this is what I've been I've been drinking for this podcast. I'm gonna say make what I am calling a margaritorita. Does this have to do with Cheetos in any way? No. So it's a, it's, there's two ways to think about it. It's either a margarita with some mint, which makes it a little mojito y. Oh, or, okay. I got you. Or a mojito with tequila instead of the rum. 
Think of it however you want. That's why I merged them equally. It's a Margahito Rita. And it's pretty good. I highly recommend it. It's a good time. So that's do, do that and you will be instantly transported to the beach. If you're over 21, drink responsibly. And um, That does sound good. I wish you were here to make me one of those. It's very good. It's really good. Um, That's how you take the beach with you. Thank you for listening to Beach Time. Uh, we will... I'm almost afraid to say that we're going to be more consistent with this, but I really feel in my heart that we are. I feel we've got it. We've got structure. We're older. We're a few months older. We're, we're wiser. We're, uh, I've found my purpose in life. And so we've got some experience under our belts now. That's exactly right. We are not the people we were when we started this podcast. Well, that's so true. Thank you for listening to Beach Time. If you'd like to reach us, uh, just email us at beachtimepodcast at gmail.com. Um, love you God, that's right we love you y'all are cool oh yeah sorry I ruined it